Hello and welcome to episode 10 of the Spark podcast with our aim being to help raise awareness on sexual assault and harassment in Ghana. Today, I'm going to be interviewing a 16-year-old girl who wants to share her story about sexual harassment, how she dealt with it, and just give us a little bit of advice when it comes to the topic of sexual assault and harassment. So without further ado, please, can we invite her? How are you? I'm great. And eh, am I? It's hot. <laughs> but that's done for you. Okay. Yeah, I can go. Yes, I'm shy. <laughs> okay. So, I'm here to share my story on sexual harassment. And this is something to do with in school, but like, not within students. Does that make sense? Let me explain. So, this is dated back to, like, what year was this? MIP4. <laughs> oh. And I'm, like, 2021, thereabouts. Early 2000, October, actually. Yeah. And we are having a program, so we are all, like, dressed down, and we are getting hyped for the whole event thing. And then this person... I'm going past like a slope. So there's this slope area and I'm walking with like two of my other friends, I believe. And one of the janitors that tests me and goes like, like that cackle thing, I don't even know how to do it. But like that cackle thing with that men do and they're like, hi, you're looking fine. Oh, like what a fine girl. Like, but in such a provocative manner, like, and even the look that came with it, the, and I was wearing like a boo-boo type thing. So you know how boo-boo is like the outer part and then there's like a, the rest of it outlines you. But mine wasn't even that tight because like I just don't do tight clothing. But like the way you're yeah, looking fine, you're looking fine. What a fine girl. Like and they're discussing with the other like and the looks and the, it was like, Mm, like it was a very uncomfortable thing and then from then whenever i passed it was like some looks like in the look like a wing at some point a wing it was like quite uncomfortable so i told a teacher i told a teacher about it like the closest teacher that i could find and our school has like a task force essentially that ensures that these kind of things don't happen to anyone. So I told the teacher about it, and then he proceeded to find the person like immediately, immediately, immediately. So he just informed the actual, the other people within the task, like the interdisciplinary force thing, and immediately they were on their hands for this guy. And somehow, magically, he had disappeared, like poof. He could not be found. And it was like, what the hell? So now we're all on the hunt. And I'm like secluded from everyone else because like, I have to try and spot this guy. And we can't find him for like 30 minutes. And he's like, where did you go? The school is not that big. Where did you go? We go. So I'm sitting by one of the other teachers from like the task force. And then the other one is like standing on the side. And then it's a whole thing, like, it looks like some FBI, CIA type thing. We go and 
I don't even remember how he looked like. That's the funny part. Like the whole thing was like obstruct to me. Like I felt so uncomfortable. I think my brain just it's like forget it, forget it, forget it. So I couldn't even remember his name. Um, not his name, his face, because I didn't know his name. But I could remember his shoes. Don't ask me why. I remember his shoes. So then I decided that I'm going to look for him based on his shoes. And that's how we ended up finding him. He passed by. <laughs> he passed by. And with his shoes, I was able to recognize him. So that from then on, I was like, okay, I'm logging this person's face. Like, till date, I can't remember the guy's face. I don't know his name. But I still remember his shoes. So, like, that's, an, I think, a tip. Like, even if you think that you can't remember the person's face, there are people in here that are acting like, people but if you can remember the person's face try and like remember like <laughs> a little tiny bit of them that you can use to identify them within the situation yeah so we found him and it's like i think he knew once he was being called that like i had gone to report what he had done so he started like ignoring the teacher and the teacher just goes like hey like I just told you to come here. Will you come here before I send you to the, like, the head of school? And he ended up coming. And then when they asked him, he said he did nothing of that sort. And, like, it was no nothing. Like, basically denied the whole thing. And I'm like, I was working with other people. And, two, why would I lie about such a situation? Like, I'm just sitting there. Do I know you? No. Do you know me? No. So... I have no just cause or impediments <laughs> to lie. Yeah. That's my story, I guess. So how would you say that this experience affected you, like emotionally and mentally? I feel like for a long time, I don't know, I just felt like my privacy was invaded. It was just one of those things that, like, hello, that's like my thing. Like, if you think I keep those thoughts to yourself, type thing. But like, I felt my privacy was invaded. One, and like for a long time, I just didn't pass that that section. Like, I would go the longer route to go like round the building rather than to go through that way because I just felt like, mm, who is sitting there now? Type thing. And he was still here. That's the, fu the funny part. Like, he was still here for a great deal of the time after I had been for video until he did it to other students and then he was arrested. Yeah. But yeah, he was arrested. So let's go back. Let's go back. After the thing happened, a VCS guys show they had to like clean stuff and he started doing it to them because most of the time he was spending time with those people. Because more of, not in like a way of like he's their friend type thing, more of he was supposed to like tell them what to do, you know. And with that, he did it to them as well. So then it turned into this whole thing. When they reported it as well, and because I had reported mine, when they reported this, or one person reported this, the others didn't want to. But when one person reported, I reported mine, and the other person reported this, it was like now everyone who it had been done to was like, oh, maybe we should report us because something will actually happen, like some change will actually happen. So that's like another thing. If something happens to you, say it because you don't know what influence you may give to another person 
to say their story as well you know so if you feel like maybe this has happened to me this person did this to me say it for you know the other people that it has happened to you the other people that are victim of that person you know then yeah, <laughs> okay, I think that was very good advice you were able to give um, concerning this topic. Uh, so when it happened to you, I'm very glad that you were able to have the courage or confidence you were able to talk to someone about it. I'm glad you didn't keep it in and then let it eat you up, which I think would be very good advice or very good encouragement for others who are listening to be able to talk about their stories and all that. Um, is there anything else you would like to add concerning this topic? No, I'm fine. Uh, that's another thing. You, I, would, I don't want to say get over it, but like, slowly but surely you get better. Like right now, I'm sitting here eating fried rice. I don't even know where that guy is, you know? It gets better type thing. And I feel like the initial sort of effect it has on you is quite wild. You don't want to be around like a guy alone. You don't want to be, um, especially men, like you don't want to be sad. Even if it's not alone, but like if there's like a man, there's like a wary, they're cautious, you know? What else? The, uh, yeah, the arrest thing, for example, I feel like it was such an experience because it was like there and then, like we were pulled out of class and we were like, to like, come and write this, like, uh, how do you say, affidavit? Yeah, like your teachers, a police statement. It, it was like this whole thing, and this guy was arrested. I, like, seeing all that and like having to do all that because you were the victim, it's, it's a lot. And mentally, you sort of like, it's like, whoa, what's all this? What's happening? And it takes a, a, a while to person. But after that, I think, yeah, fine. I mean, fine, fine is relative, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's say it gets better. Yeah, better. Yeah. It will only get better if you're able to talk to someone about it, get it off your chest, or just, like, try to figure out how to go like combat the situation when you first deal with it because if you keep it to yourself and don't like contact or like tell anyone you trust to be able to have someone deal with this or or like help you through the situation it's not like gonna like help you and as you continue with your life it's going to continue haunting you and eating you so as she said as a survivor of the situation who has really not allow this to like impact her or like hurt her it's important for you to re like talk to someone about this and if you don't have anyone in your life who is like who you're comfortable with when it comes to these types of, types of situations feel free to email us or contact us on our website which will be linked down below you can go to our contact page you can go to our group pages or forums where you can just anonymously go and tell your story or contact us so that we can help you emotionally and mentally because it's as equally important as how do you call it fixing you physically so without further ado that's how we end today's episode have a great day and again don't forget to check out our website thank you